The feast of the revolution, we call it. What do we mean? What are we revolting against? And what for? Is it mostly about cultivating a bohemian worldview? A private alternative lifestyle? Is it a pageant we perform just for each other? A House of Mercy alternative Easter service? Does it matter to anybody who isn't here today, to anybody outside these church walls? If so, how? And if not, do we care? Earlier this week, on Monday, Thursday, as it happened, the great Colombian novelist Gabriel Garcia Marquez died. He was a revolutionary writer. He transformed the written word. But he lived much of his life in exile because he was also a revolutionary, political revolutionary for justice and equality during the age of the dictators in Latin America. Now these brutal dictators who at one time controlled almost every inch of land from Argentina to Mexico received economic, political, and military support from the United States. Yet, they were resisted from the beginning, often at great cost, by revolutionaries of all kinds, including nonviolent Christian revolutionaries like Archbishop Oscar Romero and the Jesuit priests and nuns in El Salvador. Today, those seeds of hope are bearing fruit all across Latin America, in Venezuela, in Brazil, even in El Salvador. The people have toppled the dictators and elected more humane governments, and they've done it largely peacefully. Wealth has been redistributed in remarkable ways, raising literacy rates and eliminating poverty and hunger. And while many problems still remain, including a lot of crime caused by global capitalism in part and U.S. drug and immigration policy, Latin America has nonetheless been transformed. Could it happen here? Does it need to happen here? Well, here's our problem, okay? We think we're like the ancient Palestinian Jews who followed Jesus. But truth to tell, we're actually more like Roman citizens. Or at least some of us are, perhaps fewer than before, because to be a citizen of Rome wasn't the same thing as living in Rome necessarily. Slaves weren't citizens. And more and more of us are slaves, slaves to debt, slaves to meaningless, tedious jobs, slaves to a system that takes more and more from us, yielding less and less in return. I mean, all the statistics bear this out, right? Wealth inequality in the United States today is greater than at any time since the Great Depression. Poor people do serious prison time for relatively minor offenses. They lose their housing and their children for what's called welfare fraud. Well, the bankers who looted the global economy and destroyed 40% of its wealth not that long ago, I mean, they're called to give financial advice to our Congress, like Jamie Dimon. 
so we can feel hopeless and paralyzed. But if democracy through nonviolent revolution could happen in the land of the dictators, it can happen here too. It's all too easy to suppose that real revolution, the kind that redistributes wealth and overturns oppressive governments, needs to happen elsewhere, while our own revolutionary feast is a private pageant, uh, uh, solely a spiritual quest, uh, an internal move. But if they teach us anything, the Gospels teach that God is not disembodied spirit. God is embodied in our real, material, physical lives. To overthrow the Roman Empire, the best place to start is inside Rome's city limits, right here, right now.